genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we talk about the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one elf-filled minute at a time. Yes! I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again today is our, our guests, uh, Gary and Victoria from Harry Potter Minute. Hello. hello. Hi, hello. Uh, and today we'll be talking about Minute 80, uh, which continues with kind of a glowy Arwen approaching and she kind of fades into, you know, normal not glowiness and then in elvish uh she says i'm the faster rider i'll take him yes they begin to have what i like to refer to as kind of like a marital spat (laughs) arguing about what the best course of action is here so cute Um, because you know he's trying to be the the big strong man and be protective and she's just like i know this better than you yeah bitch no i'll I'll (laughs) do it come on I don't uh, want to come to these hobbits. Right. <laughs> <laughs> something that uh, that I never, or that if I did know, I forgot, which is true of a lot of things <laughs> from these books. Uh, Cassandra was looking through the appendices earlier uh, about the relationship between Arwen and Aragorn. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that I refer to this as a marital spat because he proposed to her in Lothlorien when he was like 50. Yeah. So. He like gave her a ring that was like his birthright. Yeah. Oh. They, um, cause like he, Wait, so that, that's like 35 years ago at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, or longer. It's like 40 years ago. He's like, over 40 wow. years. He's almost 90. He's like 90, right? Yeah. He's like, I think he's 88. Yeah. Okay. I think he's like 88. Uh, we, we find out how old he is when he talks to Eowyn in Two Towers. Or, or is that the very beginning of Return of the King? I don't remember. No, I Not think it's now. in Two Towers. It's while they're on their way to Helm's Deep. Because she's crushing yeah. on him. and that's yep. in, I think that's in the same scene where Gimli talks about lady dwarfs. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. Just bros talking about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like Gimli talking to Eowyn, who he seems to get along with very famously. I mean, you know, she she's cool. Yeah, Eowyn is cool. Some um, strong ladies. Yeah, because I know we were talking a couple weeks ago with Allie about like the whole Aragorn Arwen thing about how she's like robbing the cradle really bad. Yes, because by the by the time of the Council of Elrond, she is two thousand seven hundred and seventy six years old. <laughs> Good lord. I, I heard you guys talking about that when that episode went up and I, I did the same thing. I had to go and look and be like, how old is Arwen at? Like Yeah. Oh, and so she's she's two thousand nine hundred and sixty years older than Aragorn. But like it's a lot. Aragorn was raised in Rivendell, but at the time he was growing up, I guess Arwen was living in Lothlorien, like she was like visiting, huh. and he he like went on some adventure, and then Elrond was like, "Oh, you're so cute and proud. I'm very proud of you, and I'm going to tell you who you actually are." Because he was like he had like a fake he, name. Yeah, he finally like came into his manhood, and he's yeah. just like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna give you these things that belong to you. Here's this cool sword that's broken. Here's this cool ring." Uh, this scepter you'll get later. <laughs> you haven't earned this yet. I'll just keep it. Um, and then Aragorn's just like, yeah, this is the greatest day ever. I'm an important person. And he's like walking in the woods. And then he sees Arwen and he's like 20. 
Yeah. And she just came back from Lothlorien. And so he kind of charms her and she's just like, because he calls out and he calls her Tenuviel, which is a name for um, Luthien. Luthien Tenuviel. Oh, yeah. you know what? I was just going to bring, uh, I was going to mention them because uh, they're, the story between Aragorn and Arwen is kind of mirrored by that one, right? Yeah. Yes, except that Aragorn doesn't lose a hand to a werewolf. What? That's hardcore. That's I've never actually read. I've never actually read the Lay of Luthien. Or is it? I don't remember if it's a werewolf. I think he fights a werewolf in that story. That's so sick. I hope it's a werewolf. I want his hand to get bitten off by a werewolf. That's okay. Epic. I want that movie now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been kind of resisting a Silmarillion movie, but if they just do Baron and Luthien, yeah. that'd be amazing. I would watch. I would watch that. Hardcore. Well, because the whole story of Baron and Luthien is that uh, Luthien's. Luthien's dad is just like, you're not worthy of my daughter unless you can get the Silmarils for me. Oh, that makes sense. That's the Silmarillion. Yeah. Oh. There we go. Nice. So, so he goes on a quest to find all, to, to get all the Silmarils, uh, which, you know, some of them were in the control of Morgoth and mm. all that other stuff. So it's it's quite a trial to give to a mortal man to be like, do this for me and you can, ha- and you, yeah. you can marry well, my I daughter. Well, I mean, I'm sure he fully expected him to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he lost a hand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are worse things to happen when fighting, like, not even a supernatural being, so. Yeah. So, but, you know. Yeah. I just think it's, like, because they are, like, they've known each other for, like, 60 years at this point. Almost yeah. 70 years. Yeah. Aragorn and Arwen have. So. Yeah. So, we've known each other a long time. There's a there's a line in the story of their meeting that I, when you were reading it aloud, mm-hmm. that I think is really, like, kind of cute. Which is Aragorn says something along the lines of, you know, I knew that all men keep their greatest treasure hid, and please don't tell me your father kept you in a vault all this time. Because <laughs> he's like, she's like, oh yeah, I'm Arwen, I'm Elrond's daughter, and he's just like, wait, why have I never heard of you before? <laughs> yeah, that's precious. No, it is precious. Flirting, they, they, flirting with this elf yes. maid, and she introduces herself as Arwen Nandomiel and says that. She's been compared to Luthien before, mm-hmm. and she mm. believes, and now that she's met him, she believes her doom will be the same as hers. Yeah, she kind of, like, hints at, like, well, you know, maybe perhaps yeah. my doom. You're cute. <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> my doom, too, shall be a man. <laughs> too real. <laughs> too real. <laughs> just, <I'm> just... <laughs> Ar- Arwen Undomiel, and Undomiel means Evan Star, so mm. she's sometimes called Arwen Evan Star and stuff as well. Yeah. Which I believe is also the name of the pendant she carries. Yeah, I was just about to ask that. Yeah, that's in a couple weeks. Yes. I love that scene. Anyway. (laughs) The pendant is also very pretty. Yeah, it really is. Super pretty. Far too pretty to be worn by by Aragorn to grimy, dirty places. He's pretty. He's going to ruin it. (laughs) He's he's damn pretty. But he brings it to grimy, dirty places. Yeah, because it's the light in his darkness. Aww. That's why she yeah, gives it really it to like him. contrasts against his his outfit and his kind of grime and ruggedness and and you've got this really beautiful pendant around his neck. Yeah. Yeah. In this minute so, is this uh when she's speaking to Frodo is this the first time we hear elvish spoken in this movie? No, no. because Galadriel's lines at the very beginning are elvish and english layered over each other. Oh, yeah. that's right, amazing. The, I didn't know on that. On the black screen. Um and we hear the elves kind of singing when they're passing through the oh, Shire, yeah. Too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But that's not in the theatrical. So, like, in the theatrical, the first time oh, you right. hear clear Elvish it's spoken like the very first minute. <laughs> yeah, but the first time you feel, hear, like, clear Elvish spoken is this, because it's not okay. layered over anything else. Right. I believe this is this would be the first, like, clear Elvish that's spoken. Well, is Aragorn singing in Elvish, too, right? Oh, yeah, he is singing in Elvish. Yeah. But you don't know what he's saying. Yeah. So I guess this is the first time that you see Elvish subtitles. Yes, this is the first <laughs> Elvish subtitle. But I, I don't know. I like that she volunteers to just be like, you know, I, I'm more capable than you. And she I know knows that what's you're, up. I know that you are very capable, but I'm more capable than you. And it's a two-day ride. Yeah. I also think that, in a way, like the implication that she's the faster rider also has to do with the fact that, like, okay, I'm an elf. I'm smaller than you. I'm lighter than you. <laughs> like, yeah. this horse will bear my weight and Frodo's better than yours and his. Right. Like, it's pure physics, dude. <laughs> Science nerd. I know. Like, she also, like, she knows what's up. Knows. So right. she's a lot lighter than he is. Yeah. I know, and she, like, she really knows what's up because she's just like, there are five wraiths following you. I don't know where the other four are. So yeah. she's already, like, scouted the area around them mm-hmm. to find them. Yeah, because she's been looking for them for two days. Yeah. yeah. So it's like she she's well aware of like the sitch, the situation, the situation, the situation. <laughs> she knows what's going on here. She's not supposed to be the person that comes to them here from Rivendell in the book. Right. They they gave this whole bit to Arwen and like developed her more as a character to. Inst- Thank God. Yes. <laughs> to instead like remove Glorfindel. And not have to introduce more people mm-hmm. to just be like, no. Is we'll Glorfindel that like uh, the sort of little right hand man to um, Elrond that we see later? Is that the same elf? Uh, no, you're thinking of Haldir. Oh, no, Haldir is. Uh, I thought Haldir is Lothlorien. Yeah, yeah. Huh. The right hand man to Elrond, though. We don't really. We ever don't really see him again. We know his name. name. Yeah. Okay. It might be Glorfindel because I don't I think mean, that's the be. name of one of his sons. Because I no, think his name, the, his sons are named like sea names. I, I think so. I don't remember. I don't know the name of Elrond's sons. Yeah, it's the not relevant of, to the story. The week, the week of the Council of Elrond, we're going to have a guest on, and she's really excited about Elrond's sons. So we will learn all about Elrond's sons. Uh, okay, that, week. <laughs> That's <awesome. laughs> that works. Works for me. Yeah, I'll be sure Good to see you. <laughs> yeah, for real. So this outfit also is made of wool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it like, looks like wool uh, with metal threads in it. Oh my god. So it's like woolen armor. And apparently this is the like the second version of this outfit because originally it was like a, a more more of a cloak with a hood mm-hmm. and it bunched up oddly like with her kneeling down and when they came back later and reshot this this stuff, they reshot they all of this dress. with a different outfit. Yeah. Because cool. the like the fashion department, the costume department didn't like how it looked. Yeah. Well that's their job. It's their yeah. job to make Everyone look like everyone else was like, no, it looks fine. And the costume part was like, no, we can do better. I love the costume mistress. She doesn't really talk a lot in the commentary, but when she does, she's just really, really passionate about her job. Yeah. Which is really cool. I mean, you have to be. Right. You have to be if you're alone on an island for 15 months doing nothing but this. Well, no, you have your whole department. I know. (laughs) Just they banish her to like. (laughs) You're going to live on this rock. This rock in the water with this do hut. Nothing but so. Yeah, they That's said horrible. The hut that the, the Dursleys were at the hut on yeah. the rock. 
house. Man, I have so many questions about that house that the Dursleys go to. So many questions. It's just the wrong podcast. <laughs> so many questions. You can, you can go back and listen to those episodes because we talked a lot about it. Just, oh, it makes no sense. It is a silly place. It sure does. It is a silly place. So um, the, the Elvish also that they're speaking here, they were taught by uh, what is described in the commentary as like the world expert on Elvish, yeah. David Salo. Oh, yeah. I actually looked this guy up on Wikipedia and he he has like a, a PhD in like linguistics and his he um, he wrote a book uh, in 2004 about one of the elven languages um and like he so he is like the tolkien language guy that's awesome um and he helped with these movies he helped with the hobbit um and because tolkien didn't intend for any of his languages that he made up to be used in you know like everyday conversation right he used it, you know, with like great works and stuff, but yeah. there's not enough to really get a conversation out of. So this guy, David Salo, wrote a lot of the Elvish and they had to kind of work with the rules of the language yeah. to invent words. Other, other words. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Um, which is why I think, because at the very end of this, when she says, I'm the faster writer, it sounds like the word writer um, is has Rohan is part of that word. Is yeah, what it sounds like yeah. So I was, and I've never noticed that before. Um, so I think that's really cool that they kind of take words and stuff and they meld it into this. Well, it makes sense because a lot of place names in Middle Earth are remnants of the Elvish terms for those places. Yeah, or I would have thought it was like Numenorian, but I guess the Numenorians also spoke Sindarin. Yeah. Or a derivative thereof, so. Yeah. Like, ancient people spoke Elvish because Elvish were the old wise ones. Yeah. So everybody learned Elvish, so stuff's named in Elvish. Yeah. Like, cool. I, I Like, all the, like, Kirith Ungol and Minas Tirith and all those names are mm -hmm. Elvish, I believe. Oh, I thought they were just, I don't know. Like, they're all Elvish for things. Oh. Like, so Amon is the Elvish for mountain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So then, uh, do you think that the people that live in those regions that don't speak Elvish today have like different names for all of these locations? Well, like, do we? Yeah. Have like uh, the Brandywine River is actually called the Baranduin by everybody else. Oh. Oh, I mean that's so that's so close too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool that they like he thought so much about language and the evolution of language over yeah. time and like slang. Yeah. When he was naming all of these things. Right. So like hobbits living in the Shire are listening to the men around them call this river the Branduin. Yeah. yeah. And they start calling it the, the Brandywine. Brandywine. Right. <laughs> which because... just sounds like a colloquial pronunciation of Branduin. Yeah. Yeah. Which also is really shows cool. what the hobbits are thinking about. Brandywine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brandywine. Mmm. Brandy. Mmm. Wine. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So this is also the first scene and the last scene that Liv Tyler filmed. Oh, interesting. So they did, because they came back and pickups oh, and redid right, a lot right, of this and stuff, and it was like it. the last thing she did. Wow. That's cool. Like, and they added in 
the we must get him to my father was added in pickups at the very end. Mm. Like it was one of the last things filmed. Mm. The um, foreshadowing for later. Yes. Foreshadowing for Elrond. So all of those yeah. English lines were in pickups? or just I don't know if all of them one... were, but they redid stuff later oh, in pickups okay. and went over it and changed her outfit and right. redid it later. Did reshoots. So this was like the first thing and the last thing she filmed was like her first scene That's in the cool. movie. That's cool. Yeah. It's like full circle. Yeah. It is cool. That's awesome. I hope she got to keep the sword. I hope so too. I hope they all did. I imagine they did. Yeah. I want it. <laughs> Arwen's yeah, sword was, is so cool. If I was working on a movie like this, I would totally want to take like stuff home. Right. You know, like Give Ryan Reynolds took home the Deadpool outfit. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, Elijah Wood was given one of the two prop replica rings. Right. That's cool. And Sting as well, I believe. Yeah. I would so, hope. <laughs> and I, I, I hope he also got the Mithril shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that'd be I bet rad. you that Elijah Wood just wanted to take home maps. <laughs> yes. yes, I'm sure he did. So can I have, can I have Thor's map? <laughs> if I had an original like replica of Thor's map, I would like from like the movie, be like, yeah, yeah, I would have it like custom framed and like bulletproof glass or something. Like that's so cool. <laughs> it is cool. It's like it's a it's like a piece of like cinematic history yeah you know? and you know they all have like a copy of the book that they had with them that they had everybody yeah. else in the cast sign Aww, and all that sort of stuff too man. i love this movie <laughs> right? they became the best of bros it's like going it's like going <laughs> away to summer camp for 18 months yeah like you're just hanging out with your buds yeah man and lift tyler and lift tyler <laughs> she wasn't there the whole time though. right like her and Kate blanchett like came back and forth for stuff mm -hmm. Because, you know, they weren't required for the entire 18 months. Right. They're not a part of the boys club. I mean, they're not a part of, like, the nine and a half hours of footage. Yeah. That's true. Of just, like, these four guys. Like, I don't know. I'm super excited to talk about Arwen. Arwen's cool. That one shot, though, where she kneels down and she starts really speaking very slowly um, and then, like, there's the layer of Frodo's face. That effect has always looked really, really cheesy, and it has not aged very well. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 more effects like no, that yeah, a little bit later <laughs> on here. Uh, with the, our first time, we really see Elrond in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> outside oh the prologue, gosh, yes. it's super cheesy. Um, it almost looks like Creature of the Night from Rocky yeah. Picture Show. Uh, <laughs> Oh but that's God. neither here nor there. I want a YouTube video of it just edited together all the really bad face edits. Yes. <laughs> but yes. to to Rocky Horror. Uh Liv Tyler also had to speak her Elvish lines uh when she first shows up and she says I what she says what what she says when she first starts speaking Elvish is I am Arwen, I've come to help you hear my voice, come back to the light. Mm -hmm. Which like, if you were, like, in a weird fever dream state and someone's just like, this is my name, I'm here to help you, hear my voice, like, would you just be like, what? <laughs> I, I feel like there's, because maybe because she is an elf, there is there is kind of a magic in just her words. Like, you see him sort of breathe in, like, kind of deeper, the color returns a little bit to his face. Like, it has an effect on Frodo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I like the music that accompanies her when she gets down off that horse. Yeah. 
It's very pretty. Her theme. Yeah. Yeah. It's very pretty. It's like coral. Yeah. It's a little coral. It's not overwhelmingly coral. Yeah. And there's like multiple voices very subtly behind it all. Mm -hmm. I like that you have this really nice, like very soft choral arrangement for Arwen, as opposed to the really loud and bombastic choral stuff for the Ringwraiths. Yeah. There's this really nice... Um, Juxtaposition. Yeah. 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 Cool stuff. So uh, there's there's a couple little things uh, behind the scenes, like blooper-wise, like one thing in particular. Apparently, there's a couple of takes of Vigo starting to chew up the leaf, mm -hmm. and then he spits it out, <laughs> and he gets it on her. Oh, no. <laughs> I would be mortified if I was the one, like, doing that, if I accidentally spit on Liv Tyler. Right. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, also, I have to question the fact that he, like, puts this in his mouth and chews it up and then shoves it in a wound. It's old-timey medicine. Yeah. Like, what it's are you king's to foil. He's the king. It works. Don't Maybe that's it. how it detects it's the king. You gotta spit on it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a DNA test. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you inherit being a king, so it's in your DNA. It's in your blood. Yes. Like, the plant knows, because the plant is aware of nobility in the world it's around a magical it. plant. It's like Steven Universe is healing powers in his spit. <laughs> yeah. Aragorn's a crystal gem. Yes. Yes. Uh. Precisely. You've hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> you found it. The secret. Shut up. <laughs> the secret to King's Foil. The secret to the spit. It's all in the spit. It's all, all in the spit. Us. Oh, God. <laughs> And as we talked about earlier this week, uh, Frodo's wound, when we see it, is much further up on his shoulder than yeah. it looks like it should have been from where he got stabbed. Right. Which and, is misleading. Yeah. And I wonder I wonder where that comes from, like how that kind of happened in like the makeup department or whatever. Yeah. Like, did they not watch the like the dailies from the stab scene? Well, they might have also filmed it. Or did that? Or did they order. do this first, and then they did the stabby scene? Right. But they didn't because Vigo's first day. Oh, right. Was Weathertop? Yeah. I don't know. So, it's interesting to think about. Maybe it was like a miscommunication. Yeah, like a like a miscommunication. Well, it's on it's on his it's on his shoulder. Like it's high up on his on his chest, like almost to his shoulder, and they just put it like in the middle a of his shoulder. A little too far. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that then, we'll, like, we'll see the scar from that, like for the rest of the series. Like he carries yeah. that the rest of his life. Like, maybe they, like, messed up once and, like, where they put – well, not, like, messed up, but they put it, like, kind of not in the perfect place the first time. Yeah. And then every time they so went back to do it, sake. they're just like, well, we have to put it in the same place right. now. Yep. Yeah. That that seems like a, a fairly likely scenario. Yeah. I mean, there was a car in the background, even though Peter Jackson swears there wasn't, so. There was no car. <laughs> there's no car. There's, there's going to be slip-ups. I mean, like, yeah. the transition from stunt double to Arwen. Yeah. Which, like, when you're watching on, like, a big screen in, like, higher quality than the DVD was ever supposed to be, like, right. forced yes. into. It's just like, that's that's not Liv Tyler. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been the same for us doing Harry Potterman at any time that we get, like, these really great scenes with uh, with Hagrid and, like, the kids or and someone else. Like, most of the time it's Hagrid's body double wearing, like, right. a Robbie Coltrane mask. And it is, once you see it. It is horrifying. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's like all the all the scale doubles with the rubber masks. Yes. In this movie. 
They just the expressionless rubber masks. Yeah, they don't really. I don't think we ever see them up close, though. No, but the like the the shot from the forest forever ago right, with Frodo right. running towards them. Yeah, Frodo running towards Gandalf, and you can see it from the front, <laughs> and it's just like, yep, that's creepy. That's real creepy. Ooh, this isn't okay. See, if a Jawa had that under the hood, that would be horrifying. But they don't. They're that little fuzzy guys. <laughs> just like a, it, you, you lower the hood, and then it's glowing eyes and this like expressionless rubber like face, like Mike Myers mask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't then know. The Halloween theme starts playing, and Jawas, you're in a very though. different movie suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> That's my weird fever dream nightmare. <laughs> when Jawas attack. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but Jawas know. are cool. Do you guys have anything else for this minute? I think that was everything I had. What about you, Victoria? I. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm good. This week was so I mean, much fun. I'm oh so glad you guys yeah. had us on. Yeah, we were excited that you guys could come on and make it work. Yeah. It's a good time. For yeah. sure. So you can find us. We're from the website duelinggenre.com. Um, and if you like Gary and Victoria, they do Harry Potter Minute, of course. And there are a plethora of other movies by minutes, and you can find those and more of them are cropping up all the time yeah at movies by minutes i listen to so many of the movie by minute shows already like star wars minute started it but there's like tons of them that are really good and i i Mm i I don't know i try to listen to as many as i can but there's just too many at this point (laughs) like goonies minute just started right and Pirates of the Caribbean minute is starting soon, or has started. Um, uh, if you're listening, Fifth I want to be on the show. We'll yeah, I would. I would love to be on Pirates of the Caribbean minute. Actually, be great. I I really like that first. I love that first movie. I just want to talk about more Orlando Bloom. I love Orlando Bloom. TBH. My favorite movie has Orlando Bloom. <laughs> we'll talk about that eventually. Um. So thank you guys again, and everyone have a good Friday. Have a safe first weekend of the year, 2017. Yeah. Happy New Year. Make good choices. And we will see you guys again on Monday. Um, And yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.